Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer. Tune in fortnightly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. And here is your host, Jules White. So, hello everyone and welcome to episode two of my podcast. How exciting is this? I've got to episode two already. Um, and episode one, I had such amazing feedback, so I am so happy. Thank you so much for listening. And today I've actually got a special guest, so this is super exciting. So it's not always going to be boring me, it's actually going to be a load of variety of special guests lots of tips etc now one of the things i want to do is i want to introduce you to this lady because i want you to understand she is fabulous she is a lady i have met actually on linkedin which today is what we are going to be talking about so top tips and a, a lovely human conversation about linkedin so I'm going to welcome to my podcast today, Eleanor Gould, and she is from Creative Copywriting. Now, I'm going to make sure that you have all the links so that you can see how to find her, but the creative is K-R-E-A-T-I-V. So there's a little twist already. So hello, Eleanor. Hello, Jules. Thank you so much allowing me on your wonderful podcast I watched listened to the first one and I loved it you're absolute natural uh, on podcast so that's brilliant and thank you so much for you know I'm the first person I'm really you know I know it's great isn't it and thank you thank you I mean it's always really nerve-wracking when you start something like a podcast you have no idea who's going to listen and how people are even going to feel about it so I was delighted about how um, wonderful the feedback was from that first one so let's start to talk about LinkedIn because you and I met on LinkedIn which is really interesting I'm all about when I meet people that connection you know that human connection and you just know with some people you like what they're doing you know it feels good and that's how I felt about you which is why I think we connected and I loved what you were doing on LinkedIn. I've learned a huge amount from you. So I thought for this episode, anyone who is wanting to use LinkedIn or maybe is even struggling on LinkedIn, I think this is going to really help. We're going to look at some real basics about setting up your profile, connecting, and also content. So that's kind of the, the name of the game for this, isn't it, Eleanor? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I, I went back to LinkedIn properly, if you like, in August last year, um, and before that, I'd just occasionally have a look in or drop a link. I didn't really know how to use it. It was just like a, you know, an online resume, isn't it? So I, I didn't really understand what it was even there for, to be quite honest. Um, and everybody was raving about it last year. So I thought, oh, I'll go on and try and I noticed a complete change in my newsfeed. People were storytelling. Yeah. And I thought, hang on, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the perfect platform for me because that's what I do. I'm a copywriter and I really um, are, am into the storytelling side of things. That's, that's my kind of content. So I just uh, started, just, I'll, I'll try this, have a go. And uh, I, it was really successful and I started attracting 
clients. Um, so yeah, and, and it started from there. And then I started listening to some of the LinkedIn gurus, having a look at their tips and what they were doing. And anybody who was successful or who I really resonated with, I'd follow and watch them and see what they were doing. And that's how um, I met you, Jules, because you were doing something different. Um, but, and yeah. I like it was completely different, in fact. So I love the whole, you know, uh, live it, love it, sell it philosophy. Yeah. Uh, and it was just different. I thought, oh, okay, well, let's connect. <laughs> That's great. And the thing is, um, I'm also going to do a podcast in one of the episodes that tells everyone about live it, love it, sell it, so that they can really understand where that methodology comes from. Um, but the storytelling thing is so interesting, I think, because it's a huge part of uh, selling for me. It's mm -hmm. a huge part. That's kind of where we connect. That's where we tell our stories. That's how people know whether we're an expert, mm -hmm. they understand exactly what we've got to offer. And we do it in, in storytelling. And I think people don't use their stories enough. I think it's very interesting. Just generally, LinkedIn aside, people don't tell their stories enough and link into their business. So I'll explore that in another podcast, I think, at some point, just as a subject in its own right. Mm -hmm. So look, let's talk about... LinkedIn. So I'm just coming to LinkedIn. I potentially might have one of those profiles I set up a while ago, but I have never done anything with it. Let's kind of start from the beginning in terms of, I mean, we've only got a short time. We can't obviously tell everybody everything, but I think the important things, I want to talk to you about things like the headline, Eleanor, as a starting point, you know, that first bit underneath your name on LinkedIn that sort of tells everyone what you do. What should be in there? Tell us. Let's well, that's uh, really important because it's the first thing people look at. So if you're commenting, you know, you always glance up and just look at the headline. Who's that? You know what I mean? So if it says something like CEO, you're like, yeah, but it doesn't really tell me much about yeah. it, does it? You know, or founder of my own company. Yes, okay. <laughs> what I want to know is what you do and how it benefits me. Yeah. So um, there are various ways you can write a headline. You can have, uh, for example, and it's a good idea to have a keyword in it uh, about what you do. So, for example, mine at the moment, because I change it all the time, is copywriter. So straight away, it's got my keyword in by profession, storyteller at heart. And then I say that I'm the creator of the persuasive copy revelation method. So straight away, you know, I'm a writer, um, you know, you know a little bit about me. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another way of doing it is by using something called the XYZ formula. So you say, I help for example, small businesses, increase sales with my storytelling skills. You could do something like that. So yeah. that's a really quick one. But whatever it is, it has to be compelling and it has to say what you do. Yeah. Um, using a generic job title just doesn't really mean anything. No. You can also put, you know, that you're a host of your own podcast or you've written a book, an achievement. So what you do, who you help and a little achievement, if you can get it in there, because it's only 120 characters, I think, long. So you have to be really succinct. But there's some amazing headlines around LinkedIn at the moment. So have a look at other people's and think, you know, have a play around with it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's about testing, isn't it? We've we said this before, just trying things. And once you've put something in, don't be frightened to perhaps change it to something oh, else. I change well. mine quite regularly because yeah. I, because I, that's what I'm like. I like to tinker, but also because <laughs> it's fun. I see other people say, oh, that's a good one. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I've got mine. It says motivated, courageous speaker and dragon slayer. And yeah, it's a dragon slayer. Everyone's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually the bit that people see first. And I've had these connections come in and say, I just had to connect with the dragon slayer. But what does that mean? Kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, sometimes that mystery is enough for somebody to want to connect. But I, I totally understand that it's also about, more importantly, it's about telling people your why and, and what it is that you can do for them it's what's in it for them isn't it so it's what you do and who you help is that yeah. is, is a really good key one because yes. then people know straight away oh, i help small businesses so, and this is what i do or this that and the other but as i say play around with it i've seen some really odd ones and some people's <laughs> i think that's a bit too uh, i don't understand what you do yeah don't make it too <laughs> and, obscure yeah. don't make it too too clever yeah and what about what about things like emojis i see a lot of these headlines have got loads of emojis in and sometimes i think oh you know and, and i don't know how i feel about that Elena. i think if it suits your brand go for it if you put emojis actually next to your name i did uh hear the other day that uh, LinkedIn don't like it. I don't know whether that's true or not. Yeah. Um, but next to your name, you can also put your uh, title. So I could put Eleanor called copywriter, but I don't because I just mm -hmm. like it to keep my name clear and keep what I do in my headline. But you can do that. As for emojis, some people don't like them. It's no. off, but you know, at the moment, I've got a little love heart emoji in my um, uh, headline because it says storyteller at heart so I've got a little heart one I've had yeah, a little I like pen hearts. before I like um, hearts. <laughs> you know but it might put them off they might think mm. You know, yeah, I think, so, I think where I've seen yeah. it, Eleanor, is these kind of, um, there's been sort of sales coaches, sales trainers, because obviously I follow some of those as well, because I like to see, you know, whether I'm, I can learn from them, quite frankly. Um, and they put these big red telephones and things around their name and stuff. And then for me, I just think, oh, I just, yeah, I just not sure I really like that. But again, it's a personal preference, isn't it? So It's a personal preference and you can change it. I think uh, most people do it so it makes their, your, your headlines stand out in the videos scrolling along but yeah. one thing you can do with that is with your profile picture I don't know if you've seen my new profile picture but I've put a little circle with my brand colors around it which I made on Canva so that makes it stand no. out yeah so, change that. so whatever it takes to make it stand out do it if you you yeah. know if you want. So, yeah, that's good. I like that idea about the picture as well. Thanks for that little top tip in there. You can also, in your um, headline, have a call to action if you want, you know, yeah. call me for sales or whatever. You can do that. I've seen that, you yeah. know, just test what works for you. There yeah. is no standard, really, there's no a set, set of rules, but you know, play around with it, see what works. But whatever it is, make sure it's compelling. Yes, compelling and in line with your brand yes. and you and what you want to say. Love that, love that. Okay, so then the next piece in that kind of setup of your profile is this bit called the summary. Now, remind me how many um, characters, is this 2,000 characters? It is, yes. So it's not much. Again, here you have to be succinct. And the most people in their summary, you know, before we came to the new LinkedIn would have, you know, a list of their achievements and, you know, all this, that, the other. And actually it's the place to explain your why and draw your uh, potential clients in or, you know, your 
connections to actually tell your story if you like so you know have a hook at the first few lines because currently uh, LinkedIn only shows um, the first couple of sentences it, it, it's increased slightly with the new uh, profile sections that they're bringing out at the moment but still the first couple of sentences has to be the hook so if you have there something like oh, I've got 10 degrees and whatnot it's boring who cares you know it's not about you it's about your client or your potential client what they're reading how you can help them so mm. jordan i like to draw people in with a story that's what i do um, a story about you but about how you help people not about you know you could go into your why but your why is about how you help people and how you benefit other you know what it should be <laughs> yes sure. yeah. So, yes. yeah so so it's really nice to have a compelling uh, story there and I did mine, and mine is actually about Alexander the Great, so it is actually a story. So I think people get a bit um, mixed up about, you know, what storytelling is. They think storytelling is, you know, I sit there like Jack and Ori. And tell a story. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the times I do actually tell a story, but storytelling <laughs> isn't about that. It's about yeah. the story view and how you can help other people. So, it's you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be an actual story in the, no, no. the word. And it can be, like you say, as long as I think the story comes back somehow to the point you're making. So even if it's to do with your story and your journey, it has to then come back to a place that's what's in it for the client. And actually yeah, it's actually got to, always got to be what's yeah. in it for, yeah. for your potential client. I, I, think, I think you've helped me with my summary piece on my LinkedIn. And um, it's become a, a little bit of a story about my dad mm. from memory who was obviously very close to my heart. So it's lovely I can do that because then I can share my dad with people. But mm. actually, it's my dad that helped me to fall in love with sales. So mm. it's very relevant to who I am and my journey and why I do what I do today, which is lovely. Exactly. And it will attract, attract the people. You're, it will attract your, you know, your vibe attraction tribe. And it's very true. You know, mm. the people who like that and get, resonate, they're going to be your best clients because like, I get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it, it's the same with mine. I get so many people say, "Wow, I like that." Right? Yeah. You know, and I've actually had people, you know, on the purely on the back of my summary, contact me and say, "Right, okay, I want to know a bit more about what you do." So mm -hmm. that's great. That's what it's there for. At the end oh my it. goodness! Yeah, that's wonderful. That's like magic, isn't it? And when, when that happens, I love that. Okay, so um, summary again. Have a think about it. Think about the fact you've only got two thousand characters, which although it sounds a lot, isn't that much. But it's about, I think, giving people that a bit of you but then also that connection of what it is you do for them. Yeah. yeah. Give a sense of who you are and also show, don't tell, you know, yeah. you can, it, it, that's especially true with copywriters like me. I always say to copywriters, show people what you can do. Don't tell them. There's no yeah. point in me saying I can write. Yeah. I can show that I can write with my posts and with my summary, you know, so whatever you do, show it. If you're, if you're in sales, sell then yeah <laughs> show me how you sell that's it's it. more likely i'm gonna think oh yeah you can because yeah you totally had me in with that conversation yeah i love that that's yeah. that's really really useful and i think the people listening will really get something from this because it will get them thinking about exactly what they really should be saying in their summary and what they should be saying in their profile you know a lot of people will just literally fill it in oh it's a my job title, this is what I've done, this is my job history. But actually, as you say, you are now talking to people as you. You are now selling yourself 
but as who you are and what you can do for everybody else. I mean, it is, it's not easy. I mean, I do offer a service for it, but when I do that, I ask my clients a few questions and these are things you can ask yourself. So um, sit down with pen and paper and really think about, like you said, your why. Um, think about your favorite clients, your best ever clients. What were they like? and What did they like about you? Ask your colleagues or friends, what is it about you? Ask them because you, you can't be, you know, it's difficult when you're talking about yourself to be objective. You know, you need, you need somebody else's um, opinion. Yeah. Ask friends and colleagues, what, what is it that I do? Or clients, look at client testimonies. What have they said about you? What is it that you actually do so well? So sit down and have that little exercise with yourself and take time to really think about it. And if you have an anecdotal story that shows how you help people, then use it. Yeah, love that. I love that. Okay, so let's move on to, we've got our summary set up, we've got our profile set up, it's looking fabulous, mm -hmm. including our picture, that's a, a little bit different. Um, what about when we want to connect with people? So there may be some people who don't have a lot of connections, there may be people who have just got a load of old connections because they've been on sort of some years ago. How do we start connecting to the people who we really want to connect to? What's kind of top tips on that, Eleanor? Um, it's kind of two-way, really. One, um, once you start commenting and posting on LinkedIn, the people who want to find, you know, your tribe will find you eventually. But if you want to actually connect with somebody you've seen or you've searched for them um, with the LinkedIn search function, always send, in my opinion, a connection request with a personal note because you know to be it, it's just a nice way it's polite for a start and it shows that you show an interest look through their profile what what why do you want to connect with them in any way yeah so far find something they've done or look on one of their posts start commenting and engaging with them and then say hey i really liked your post the other day this is what i liked about it let's connect or i see from your profile your ex that's great because that's something i'm interested in show some interest Mm. into that other person because a it's nice yeah. um it's a lovely way to actually open a conversation yeah you know, i think so the connection requests oh, i had one actually just this minute ago and i just blocked the person straight away um i accepted it and the first thing was hi and i'm like oh god here we go i know what this is going to be so i just yeah. i'm not even having that conversation yeah. Yeah. no so and i've had that before as well and now where i've accepted it but then i've just had it's it's immediate it's almost like i would think it might be automated how yes, quickly yes. it comes through yeah. um but the other thing i wanted to, to say sort of when this is how i see it uh, i know that like online you know we can kind of hide behind online mm -hmm. but what i really think is if you can't say something to somebody to their face or think about how you would deal with somebody face to face, that's how I want to behave online. So mm. if I went through a pub or, you know, a, an event and I literally just gave somebody my business card and walked away without saying anything, mm. Mm. I feel a bit like that's what it would be like to send a friend request or uh, not a friend request, a connection request without some sort of message attached to yeah. it so i think you're yeah. quite right i think it's just polite i don't think there's anything wrong it's with polite it. and it opens the conversation yeah it absolutely exactly. opens the conversation having said that some people do it uh, uh, in my opinion this is are a bit too overly so they'll send you this really long request and request oh, i'm this and i'm that and i'm like i don't really care who you are and then it'll be all right how can i help you today and i'm like just be normal. Yeah. You, start, you know what I mean? <laughs> so when you're in the pub, but the same way you do, 
go up to him and go, this is, this is what I've done all my life and I need to go to help you. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, here's the thing, right? Our golden nugget from this podcast is think about how you would do it if, if you met someone face-to-face or yeah. in a pub or whatever. Would you behave in that way? Because yeah. I think that's exactly how you should behave online is, is the way you would in, in a face-to-face. Yeah. In my opinion. social media for a reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it does make me chuckle when you get these long messages saying, you know, how can I help you and all of these things that I do because it's just selling yeah. and it's blatant selling without having built that relationship mm-hmm. first, which is obviously what we're all about. Is that Whereas I'm more like if you just had a nice pleasant conversation with me and I've looked and thought oh you're you know your salesperson someone asked me okay oh, oh uh, you know Jules can help you know yeah. I'm more likely to refer you that way because I'm thinking you know who's that oh you know I'm always trying to think of people you know I'm often asked do you know so and so or you know do you know anyone to help me with this or even with my own clients if I can't help them or prospects I say no but I know someone who can and that's nine times out of ten because I've had a nice conversation with them not that they've yeah. sold anything to me yeah that's so true I think that's very very human and I, and I love that very much okay so connecting is very much about thinking about who we really want to connect to and why because it's not just about randomly connecting to anyone in again in my opinion and um, but just think about what is it you're going to get out of this connection and it, it might be that they're not an ideal client it might be that you might want to buy from them at some point it doesn't always have to be this sales thing you know I might connect with somebody because ultimately I'm looking for a PR person so I now want to follow them and I want to see their content and see you know who they are because that's kind of how I would do yeah. it, I think. So I connect with most people just so I can learn something from them. Yeah. Yeah. And being a writer, I tend to accept a lot of requests, even if they don't come without a note, because I want to explore everything I possibly can. I've got this first for knowledge. So it's different for me, but every, you should have a connection strategy and you can change it. Oh, yeah, I think so. And, and again, I guess you never know who they may know in order for you building your business. So, you know, a network's a network, but I think it's just about making sure that you are you when you do anything on social media. Yeah, that's my big absolutely. thing. Don't try and be something different because you think that's what the world wants. This is that human conversation piece that I link to all the time. And, and in my sales methodology, I want to buy you. I don't want suddenly to find when you've sold to me beautifully, you're a different person on the other mm-hmm. side of that. So that happens, doesn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah. And that's when people are quite, when they're sort of trained to death, especially on the sales front of things that can happen. Okay. So let's kind of uh, talk about content because I think that's the most exciting part of this. Obviously we've got our profile set up, which Mm -hmm. we'll keep tweaking and making fabulous. We've now started to connect and the connection stuff I think goes on anyway, doesn't it? Throughout everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the content side of things, you know, let's say, um, how often should I post Eleanor? Um, Whatever you do, make sure you're consistent. So if you post once a month, fine. But, you know, your audience will come to expect something from you. So if you're posting daily, then then keep on posting daily. Because if you're posting daily, then have a, a, you know, don't go on LinkedIn again for another six months, then come back. That's not good. So whatever you do, be consistent. Mm-hmm. I would say normally a couple of times a week, two to three yeah. times a week, if you're serious. Yeah. You know, I post a lot more, but that's because I'm doing 
my various challenges and I'm a writer and that's what I do. So, you know, content for me is part and parcel of, of my, you know, my um, marketing uh, method really. Yes. Um, so it's important for me, but you know, unless you're a professional writer, couple of times a week is 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 enough yeah Um, and you don't have to always tell your story you can do lots of things you can give tips whatever you do make sure you're writing for your audience and not for yourself um so think about what your audience wants so what would your audience want to your ideal audience or your clients want to know from you what tips can you help them with their business or their day-to-day life you know, give tips, that's a really good one, yeah. or share anecdotal stories with a business lesson or a life lesson, if you like, at the end of it. It's about providing value. And I saw someone post today, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Jacob, said about value is subjective, and it is. So some people, you know, you see posts on here and on, on LinkedIn, and you think, oh, everyone's saying that's a valuable content. If it's not actually that valuable to me, it's because you're not their audience. So, exactly. You know, don't yeah. worry, just get out there and do it and you'll find it comes easier. I know it's really, really hard to get going, but once you do, and once you start seeing that you do get views and people are engaging, then you'll know you're doing the right thing. Once people start engaging with you and liking your posts, then, you know, you, you, you've got it. Yeah, I agree completely. And the other thing that we want to talk about with content is the comments, because we've said this before between us, a lot of the beauty of you connecting with people is actually in you commenting on other people's posts. Yeah, I mean, you can, uh, you know, have a whole strategy on LinkedIn just by commenting that can be your content. So once you start commenting on people's posts in a nice way, in a way that adds value, you know, not just nice posts, but, you know, get into the conversation, you'll find that you're actually having a conversation with other people in the comments as well. And you're learning things. And actually, you can turn the comments into posts, you know, the comments you've made, as long as you refer back and say, you know, I, I read Julie's post and this is what I got, you know, at least credit the original poster, but you know, they can be great for mining ideas. I always say that, you know, there's gold in them, their comments, because there is, that is where the real gold of LinkedIn lies in the comments. Yeah, that's so true. And and I had, um, I think two or three occasions now where I've made posts from conversations Mm. that we've had in other people's posts, because it's just really brought up a subject. Yeah, and it's been great. such a great conversation. So I've kind of shared that. And like you say, obviously credited the person's post, the original post where it came from, because I think that's, that's great to do that as well. Again, yeah. that's networking. Yeah. But, you know, there's just the fact we had a great conversation on this post and making your post about that. It is very much about conversation now, LinkedIn, for me. When I go on, I am looking to see what people are talking about and to try and... Um, you know contribute to that conversation if I can um, yeah um, I see it. also it's like you know social listening is really important for your business because you can see what your you know your potential audience what they want so mm-hmm. you know if they're saying in the comments you know I don't quite understand this not necessarily on your post but on other people's listening and seeing what's going on the social media that, that that's your you know it's a large part of your research done for you exactly it's amazing isn't it the things that you can actually get out of it mm-hmm. and I think it's just about opening up your mind to how much you can do on LinkedIn how much you can get from it how much you can learn from it mm-hmm. and 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 also how you can build a profile of your own self and your yeah, expertise absolutely. 
because I'm now finding people tag me into things because they're talking about a subject maybe around sales they then tag me in well what do you think and I'm thinking this is wonderful because now they actually want my opinion yeah which is brilliant because that means obviously they value it well, at least I'm guessing that's why they've taken Yeah, no, whenever I see a thing on, I think, I wonder what Jules will think of it. I'll see if I doubt. I'll drag her into the conversation. Yeah, load of rubbish, load of rubbish. <laughs> but it's great. And um, there was um, something else I was going to talk about. I think as well, um, I had, I'm thinking it may be Ali, who's in our kind of network on LinkedIn, said something around, if in the comments you're having a conversation with someone and they're actually a second connection, mm-hmm. then and you really like the conversation, then reach out and connect to them mm-hmm. and make them a first connection because you've just got this whole conversation you've had with them in a comments thread. Yeah. yeah. You can now say, let's be friends because that know, was I'm great. Terrible that. I'm terrible <laughs> at that because I have so many uh comments that i have to respond to i, yeah. I actually think there's so many people i think oh i thought you were my connection <laughs> you were my first connection and then they send me a connection request i'm like oh <laughs> but that's great isn't it that's such an organic way of connecting and the other thing of course you've just mentioned is when you do put a post out and people are commenting on it you should absolutely respond to those comments because I have seen posts that have been put out. There's been a hundred comments and not once has the author, as it's called on LinkedIn of that post come back in and interacted with any of those comments. It's rude rude because again, this is, you need to view this as a conversation and that's why I love LinkedIn because it's about having that conversation, which is completely in line with everything I believe about sales so to make sure if you're posting and you're getting people interacting with you which is fantastic answer them (laughs) having said that i have gone back i have to go back keep on going back to my older posts and i keep on seeing even more comments on them and sometimes linkedin doesn't always notify me and i'm horrified oh my god that person probably yes that's that's happened to me too that's happened to me too and i just i probably go back and check the last three or four posts Mm-hmm. I don't go much further back than that. Yeah. And, and I just try and mop up if mm, there's any yeah, that have yeah. got through the net. So, well, that's brilliant. I think we have given a fantastic overview of LinkedIn in our little podcast there, Eleanor. You're amazing. I love our <laughs> chats. Um, I just want to mention that um, you have run a LinkedIn challenge. Oh, it's been really great and I don't know if you're doing it again or if it's ongoing but it's it's been super yeah good. I still I still run it it's uh, six emails daily emails that tell you you know the basics from you know setting up your profile to a comment strategy um, a bit deeper than what we've gone into here and then after that you're invited to a 10-day LinkedIn challenge with daily prompts yeah. and if you stay on my list I am going to start doing them more regularly. So if once you've done the 10 day challenge, I'll invite you to another one and another one, you yeah. know, and it progresses. So it's yeah. just to, you know, give you a daily idea prompt, something to write about, because that's the hardest thing, knowing exactly what to put out there. And so these are just prompts to give you, you know, an idea. And they are brilliant because I am very guilty of this where I, if I really can't think of a content to write, I won't post. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to try and be posting at least three times a week, maybe more. You know, that's kind of my, my personal strategy. And those emails have been at those moments where you just wanted that little bit of a prompt and an idea. You almost give us a little bit of a, um, it's a thought, you know, it yeah. provokes thoughts, doesn't it, as yes, to what exactly. you can actually post about. Really, really, really wonderful and helpful. So I would 
totally recommend anybody join that. And best way, I guess, is I'll put some links. Yeah, I've got a link where you can sign up. Yeah. Yeah. And you can obviously follow Eleanor then that way and link in with us. Yeah. Link in with us. Yeah. Eleanor Gould, <laughs> fabulous, wonderful copywriter. And Jules White. Uh, dragon slayer yeah. <laughs> Eleanor I've loved our chats I always do thank you so much for being my first ever podcast guest thank you for allowing me to be your first amazing a bit of a risk for you <laughs> yeah do you know I think it went beautifully and I think LinkedIn's a great subject I hope that a yeah. lot of people benefit from the bits we've talked about today and then obviously there will be an episode three because we are just going to carry on doing this. It's going to be exciting. I haven't quite thought what it's going to be about yet, but it will be out there. And I really hope you keep joining us on the Human Conversation with Jules White. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you very, very soon. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. If you enjoyed the show, please let her know on our Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash Compassio Coaching. 